0: What shouldn't you say when you talk to somebody in a commercial or on the phone or in an email? Those are what we're going to talk about, the seven words you should never, never, never use. This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. Hello, I'm John Ando. Along with me is my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. She is a customer service pro. Uh, she's all about customer experience and uh, also has a cupcake business on the side. And I am a filmmaker, media influencer. And we are both about building relationships with our customers and our clients. And we want to help you with that with best practices on those things with our podcast. So we do that every week. And plus, we have some other fun. And later today or not today, later in the podcast. Yes. It's not going to be a 24-hour podcast, although it may seem like it. (laughs) We're going to talk about vanilla as our dessert segment, if you will. Correct. Uh, And vanilla seems simple enough, but actually you're going to explain a little bit how it can be a complicated thing.
1: I'm going to demystify what the difference is between using a... Vanilla flavored extract Versus pure vanilla extract When you should use them When you shouldn't Price points and things like that
0: Gotcha and, and and the thing that Angel's really good at Is taking something just very basic And adding a little zhuzh As you call it
1: Yes, I like to zhuzh it up
0: And uh, so this is a good way That you can zhuzh up some stuff Correct But you don't want to buy The $150 bottle I guess Is the big thing so, I'll
1: explain the difference Between when you should use The expensive version Versus ah. when it's okay to use the less expensive, exactly, which is
0: an excellent segue into what we're going to talk about today because you don't want to say cheap.
1: I don't want to use that word?
0: No. Or, or <laughs> economical is not a bad word, but uh, we want to talk about the seven words you should not use in in just communicating with your customers and clients. So in the first part of the show right now we're going to get into, I'm going to talk about, for since I'm a television media guy, words you should avoid in your copy, on your website, uh, and emails, and then Angel in the the middle half of the show is going to talk about. Uh, I don't know if you can have a middle half of a show, but you, <laughs> like Middle Earth or something. But uh, we're she's going to talk about from the customer service standpoint, especially with the call center and, and communicating with customers. Words you should not use when you're doing uh, perhaps radio, television commercials, or even if you're doing a post. Man, and so many businesses now are firing up the Facebook Live and saying, "Here we are, we're doing this." Things you want to avoid, and I know it's it's difficult. This is why I always say hire a professional like myself to help you along. But here's a, cute, a few things you should avoid. And this one's going to be kind of funny when I say it. You're going to go, "What? You should avoid the word quality." Hmm.
1: Okay. Why is that?
0: Because it should be obvious. It's qu- whatever it is you're making is quality.
1: This is true.
0: It's one of those things. You know, if you know, it's funny how we've mentioned uh, that. The last couple episodes also could be applied not only to business but to dating.
1: Yes, you have mentioned that yeah. multiple times. So it's
0: almost like you know, you would never mention, I'm a really honest and quality person, would you on a date? Because you're like, you, you expect me to be an honest and there quality is person. some hope. So, same thing, it's like, boy, well, it's like this is a quality product. Well, well, I would certainly hope, hope so. so. Yes. So, so avoid the word quality. What you're going to see in these in these words is they're not necessarily evil words that are going to destroy your business, but they they kind of kill um, they kill time, especially if you're dealing with radio and television spots. Uh, if you're trying to build an Instagram video under a minute, and you fill it with a lot of these adjectives, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't help that much, and it and it makes you think well. Why isn't it? Well, you know, this is high-quality merchandise. Why wouldn't it be?
1: Exactly. Because
0: nobody goes in and says, I hope you enjoy our low-quality merchandise. So
1: Mm -hmm.
0: don't throw those words in. So that's the first one, quality. Another one you want to try to avoid is contract. Okay. Now, I know when we talk about cell phones and things like that, there's always a contract. But for a lot of people today, contracts are not popular. Correct. I avoid those now when I see people saying, we'll lock you into this contract for one year. That just tells me after that year, it's probably going to spike. Avoid the word contract. It doesn't mean that you should not have a contract with you. I certainly appreciate and do contracts with my clients, but I just don't mention that in my advertising. Correct. So don't do that. That's a turnoff. Uh, another one uh, is guarantee. Now <laughs> That's
1: the worst word ever.
0: Now, when I say guarantee, <laughs> I'm not Saying necessarily a money back guarantee is a bad thing, although there is a level of hey, if you don't really like our product, send it back. Um, that does create a little doubt that you might not like the product. Now, again, the one thing I will give everybody a little bit of a of a, I hate to word, use the word cop out, is that uh, you have to know your audience. So maybe you have got some ridiculously radical product that most people would be afraid to try, but when you offer a money-back guarantee, sure. that's certainly appropriate, and I get that. But when we, you don't want to say we guarantee or satisfaction guaranteed. You can't guarantee my satisfaction. Mm-hmm. I, I've had many things that I've bought that I was satisfied for the first three months and then realized later I didn't like it. So uh, guarantee is not a word you you really want to, again, put in your ad copy.
1: Yeah, I think it just, it kind of diminishes what you're doing unless unless you're selling something that's at a super high price point. I think again, to John's point, you know, it it what are you selling? What are you trying to do? Um, these things where it's like, and I've literally never wanted to the whole, like certain mattresses. That mattresses say, do it a lot. They say a hundred nights, you know, satisfaction yeah. guaranteed or you can return it. My first thought is how in God's creation am I going to return a mattress that I don't like? Right. That's, so that just sounds like a pain in the
0: rear. And and exactly my point is what we talk about in television and, and more in movies, uh, it really applies to anything in theater or anything else. You, you, you want to be... We, it's literally like hypnotized by mm-hmm. the product, and you're like, oh, this is interesting, this is interesting, and then you say something like, well, you can return it for free, and now it's suddenly you're out of that, and you're like, wait, wait a minute, how am I going to send that back? And what happened? Oh, you're going to screw me on this. Mm-hmm. And now you're out of the hypnosis, if you will, of, oh, my gosh, this is so great you're, you know that we put you in. So, um, yeah, guarantee, uh, again, you can have the guarantee, but don't uh, necessarily confuse it in the spot. Or you could say you can return it for free. I think if you said, you know, a mattress, you can return it for free or you can I know there's stuff that they've had vitamins that you can return mm-hmm. the, the jar empty yep. and get it returned. So, again, a return for free makes me a little bit more like, okay, you're, you're kind of blanket statement saying. It's going to be free. Sure, I don't know if you say return it for a full refund always works because there's always some catch in that. Oh, there's
1: always a restocking fee or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, so (laughs) guaranteed. Not something I would put in there. Be careful about that. The next one, this is something that that happens often, is discount. Mm. And this is what most people don't realize is why you don't want to use that word. Uh, so for Now obviously There are places That their brand is Discount Correct a Progressive lot of, insurance A lot of tire places Are discount Oh yeah Discount tires <laughs> And everything else And that's You know That's that's fine And I guess To a level degree When you say Like a discount tires And, and But you know You're buying Goodyear Firestone mm-hmm. Pirelli Or whatever So you're You know you're Buying the tires Really mm-hmm. beyond that It's the service Of them putting them The tires on And whatever else So um, that's I'm not gonna say that's a bad thing but discount is for example uh, we're offering a fifty percent discount or we're offering a twenty five percent discount well suddenly now you you're showing that one well my your prices were too high and you can cut some of the overhead you can cut the fat off mm-hmm. um, so or you're you're doing what a lot of people do and I did this in the first few years I was um in business and I had a buddy of mine say you're an idiot you're you're not charging enough because I was just like, I'll you know, I was basically I will I will get whatever price you want, just name it, I'll do it because I was desperate for work in the in the early days, as all small businesses can be. So you don't want to discount because the problem is you suddenly become the fifty percent off guy. And if you are doing high quality work, you're doing great work, you don't want to be discounted. You want to actually have High quality work. so Yeah,
1: and John gives me that all the time as well Absolutely. About for my uh, cupcakes. I'll tell friends, you know, oh, I'll give you a friends and family discount. Or I try to tell somebody who I can tell was a little bit concerned about the price point, you know, that I can, you know, do it for a little bit less. And, and basically, at the end of the day, it does kind of, you know, diminish the, you know, the perceived quality of the product. If yes. you're willing to drop the price back that much, then... What, you know, what is that saying? Oh, are you using a box or are you not spending as much time or whatever, whatever it may be. So a discount can work in certain areas, but is not necessarily the the um, the best phraseology, if you will.
0: (laughs) You know, unless unless you have some kind of miraculous deal with your business and your products that you can offer a discount and make more money. Yeah. You know, there's just no reason to do that. I think in our culture today, everybody likes to say, I have the better car, I have the better table, I have the better chair. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody likes, you know, we all love to say, hey, I got this at a discount, or I got this at 50% off, or I found it at a garage sale. But, you know, for your product, you know, you're in, and this goes right into our next one, after discount, is cheaper.
1: <laughs>
0: um, you don't want to use the word cheaper um, i know it's a very common phrase we'll throw in just you know because we're not thinking but you cannot use that word cheaper because you think cheaper means the 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 price mm-hmm. you know they offer it for 10 we offer it for 5 but what cheaper really means is their quality is better than mine and i'm cheaper
1: in so, most cases, yes, that is exactly what it means. So
0: you don't want to use discount or cheaper because you said it just a moment ago. The perceived value is so important. Steve Jobs was the master of this, and Apple still is. But Steve Jobs was the one who set this up. Is whenever you buy any Apple product, if it's the um, the headphones or the um, the smallest of the items or the iMac, um, you you have to unpackage it, and it the yes. boxes are are like, you know, the most fancy boxes in the world. Yes, they are. And you know, Steve Jobs referred to it as it's at that moment like you would open up a piece of jewelry, a jewelry box mm-hmm. that you open up and go, oh, and that's the effect he had. When you open a new iPhone, and I, I don't know if Google and Android and those guys do the same thing. But I mean when you open up an iPhone case of any product, it's like there is a oh, there mm-hmm. it is.
1: Yes, there is.
0: And so it is, and that's something we talk about a lot on this podcast, is creating an experience yes. for your customer. Yes. And I always say to Angel with her cupcakes, folks that are paying you to make a cupcake or a specialty custom cake, isn't that they want to eat a cake. It's they want that, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, look at that. Yeah, and that, they want the wow factor. That moment is why they pay $70 for a cake or for a set of cupcakes or something like that. That's the experience. And that's the, ah, you you, you know, the flour and all the stuff, it tastes great. And that experience is also important, but it's, but it's that what you're paying for. So the same thing with your products, depending on what you're doing, um, that makes a big deal. So saying all that to upscale explains why I don't like discount or cheap. Mm -hmm. If you want to, you know, let's just face it, make more money. You need to, you need to upscale unless you're dealing in volume and you just are kicking out stuff and it, it, you make money in volume. Mm-hmm. So a couple, these are a couple of words uh, Then the last one, six and seven here. Uh, it, it, this one has it bothered me for a long time uh, when I worked with a um, a youth centered organization that was you know targeting youth. Uh, we had people in charge that would just continuously make us use the word cutting edge. <laughs> And I despise that word beyond words now. Sure. Because, um, again, it's almost like the word going back to the top, quality. You know, this is a really cutting-edge, you know, product.
1: Yeah. What does that
0: mean? What does that mean? And it typically just means you're trying to force your style into it. Because let's face it, I, I, cutting-edge is typically refer to more youth mm-hmm. things. It's something new. It's something fresh. Mm-hmm and it's very rarely did you ever have to tell people that it's cutting edge because they'll figure it out it's you know they
1: already know it's something they've never seen before you know, so you know, saying I, it is kind of a
0: waste I, of space and again I go back I, I would have to go through before I say this but I'm just going to say it anyway I don't think Tesla's ever used the word cutting edge it's like I don't think cutting so. edge electric car or you know any or SpaceX or anything like that it's you know people will say it's the cutting edge of technology or whatever and you know that's great but it's not a word, don't use it. It's just, it doesn't help. And if anything, it, it flags you as possibly being out of date, quite honestly. At least to me, it does. When you say, when somebody comes up, we want to really be cutting edge, I'm, I typically, I'm like, that That means already you don't even know what cutting edge means, and you're just trying to label it.
1: Because it's old, I mean, it's old, it's old vernacular, if you will, yeah. from when We started having what would be considered cutting edge um, technology, and today technology changes daily so quickly that you—I mean—you're over the edge. It's—I mean—we're beyond cutting edge at this point. It's—it's happening. The edge has been cut. (laughs) We're moving on.
0: A quick illustration: My stepson, your son Zach, has a a streetwear brand. Yes, he does. No luck clothing. I would call it cutting edge he would never call it that but no. but the point of it is he's not even if you said well i'd like to check that out Well, you're going to have to look for it because mm-hmm. that street where that thing is not in the general public no it's something you got to dig into street where you'll find him uh nolaclothing.com, Yes. but you will but that's the whole thing is is the cutting edge isn't really public cutting edge is really a reference to something that's like dark market being developed mm-hmm. by the time it shows up at target it's three years old it's yeah. been developed it's been marketed it's been you know copied all, all that <laughs> stuff so i I always was amazed when people would say well this is really cutting edge and i'm like uh, that came out four years ago but so by the time you get to copying the cutting edge you're already four years off it so don't use the word cutting edge and the last word isn't really a word but boy it drives me nuts when i get and i have people do this all the time don't use www or even worse www.whatever.com no one has to put the <laughs> www before your website it has been i think in i think in 1996 when i was on AOL if you oh didn't, my God. if you didn't AOL? put the, if you didn't put the <laughs> www in the AOL browser it wouldn't work right but ever since i think 1998 or so Uh, you no longer need to put the World Wide Web, www.something.com. And this this is what drives me nuts. Every script I get from so many of my clients who are, you know, I'm consulting them and I work with them. It's like, take that off. Because first of all, time it. www.ondomedia.com. You just lost a second and a half of your copy time to say something you don't even have to say. Yeah. Ondomedia.com, angelscustomcupcakes.com.
1: What? I love it. Have you heard the ones where they say HTTP? Like I've heard oh. them even say HTTP. That just and th- then I smile.
0: And again, well, and, and you're not really on the cutting edge when you do that.
1: I think I'm uh, I'm somewhere back in 1992.
0: Yeah. So just so d- drop W. Don't have to put it on your website either. I mean, unless you're actually typing out the hyperlink. Otherwise, leave it off. There's no need to put the www anymore. No. So please, please, for the sake of all all that's good and holy, don't do that. So um, let me. Let let me, review, let me review these real quick. And then I have a couple bonus features. This is the bonus Ooh, thing. Ooh, so. bonus. Bonus. So anyway, uh, number one, quality. Don't need to say quality. Your, your product should be quality. Contract. People don't like contracts. You can offer contract. Just don't talk about it in your commercial because it freaks people out. Guarantee. Uh, you can't guarantee anything. So nope. don't put it in there. Uh, discount and cheaper. Put them both together for four and five. You don't want to discount your stuff; makes it lower value, cheaper. With exception of if your business is some kind of a discount thing. Uh, that's all you can do. But don't don't do discount or cheaper. Upsell your stuff. Cutting edge. Don't use that term. I explained it, and obviously keep out the www whatever on your website. A couple bonus things, and these are just ex- other um, phrases to cut out of your commercials, web copy, whatever. Life changing. <laughs> life altering. Well, and oftentimes the problem is, you know, I, okay, I'll let you do life changing if you've created like some type of cancer solution virus. Well sure. That's life changing. Uh I've created some kind of heart transplant, you know, product that's never been heard of before. That's life changing. Toothpaste is not life changing.
1: <laughs> Depending on the person who's brushing. I'm
0: sorry, and I'm not trying to insult those of you who are in the toothpaste industry. Just don't use the word life changing. Great tasting, you know, highly effective. Ca- cavity reducing life changing mm, I don't think so. I
1: don't know. I've had a few people tell me my cupcakes have changed their.
0: Lives. Well, that that's well. And again, but that's just
1: the volume of sugar well, and butter involved.
0: And you see, that's that's the funny thing. You could do life-changing cupcakes, and that's kind of a, almost a, a a parody phrase. Correct. These are like people because people get that. Um, the other one is limited offer. Limited offer is just. It's kind of like, hey, you can get the price cheaper now, and then we're going to raise it back up, which makes me wonder what you normally do with your stuff.
1: So, I'm going to, I have to tell you this little story about limited offer because I've, I've gotten this limited offer, and I wish I had started keeping track somewhere when I upgraded to a specific uh, system that I use here for my finances here at home. Every other day, for the last probably four years, since I switched over from a Microsoft-based to a um, Apple-based product, I get a last chance, hurry mm-hmm. offer ends today. The, literally every day, yeah. and I got another one this morning. This said, hurry. Last chance today. And I'm like, it's been the last chance for four years. Well,
0: I know here in Columbus, Ohio, about five or six years ago, there was, I can't remember now if it was a furniture store. I think it was a furniture store that they had the little sign spinners on the corners for a year going out of business, going out of business. Yes, 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 yes. And finally, I, I don't know who did it, and God bless them for doing it. They took somebody to court and they said, you cannot say, going out of business, unless you are Are going going out of business. (laughs) So God bless you, whoever did that, because that kind of stuff drives me. And this is the whole reason, you know, nobody trusts anything anymore. No. And in as much as I would love to change that perspective, I can't. Nope. So we have to make sure your ad copy, your internet, your emails, your direct mail pieces— don't use some of these words because they just make people go, oh, here's another shyster. Yep. Um, because they use certain words that when we all have those. And you, you could probably add 20,000 words to this from your own experiences. There's certain yep. words, uh, in my case, cutting edge is a word that just triggers me every time because yes, of some does. personal experiences. So just be very aware when you read your copy. And something I always suggest to everyone, including myself, because Angel will be the first one I say, hey, check this for me put another set of eyes for any any copy you write you'll be surprised how many times you'll come back and they'll say i this kind of makes me feel like this is cheap or it's mm-hmm. something is dishonest here when you say this phrase Trust those folks. Don't say, "Well, I don't." The worst thing you can do when somebody comes up to you and, and gives you an honest evaluation and says, "I kind of feel like this ad copy makes me feel like you're you're ripping people off." Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not trying to say that, and you try to def- no trust that they picked that up mm-hmm. and they they possibly saved your business or uh, they they gave you a life changing piece of advice. <laughs> so those are the seven words. We'll have those in the show notes, and now we're gonna get ready to hear what angels' thoughts are. Uh, Angel, it works in customer service. You've told us many things you shouldn't say <laughs> when, and you deal with a lot of phone calls.
1: I deal with a lot of problems that result <laughs> in phone calls. Yes, so where I have to make a call, or someone is calling me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but over the years, and having to listen, I'm, I monitor phone calls as well. So they're pre-recorded or. It's not pre-recorded. They're recorded and then sent to me, and then I sure, get to listen to them. Because
0: you're the person that they say on the phone is being recorded for quality yeah, assurance. Exactly. You
1: are. I am quality assurance. Well,
0: and again, if if you're sitting back, you know, like I say, I have a, a video production company, but I deal with people on the phone. If you, whatever the business is you're working with, you have people who call you up. And they have questions. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean they're upset. They have questions. So yeah. So you have seven words I that have, we should not use in. Is this all also email, phone calls, in um, person?
1: It's really. It's it's the little thing. I mean, it's funny as I read them. They're calling them this uh, the the seven deadly phrases because some of them oh, are phrases, really okay. phrases. Okay. In the sense of, but it. Once you start to hear them like, you will
0: you are a moron is that a is that, that a bad is one to say? Definitely one oh, okay. that's
1: not on the list because you just shouldn't say. Yeah. it. Um, the first one that they have on here is I don't understand. Mm. and that right there whether you do or don't and, and anyone again I I don't know if anyone that knows me listens to this or not you will find out that that is never I don't care that if you've been there Is that your number 1? No. Oh no, there's the ne- there's mm, almost all of them never say <laughs> it but okay. um I don't understand. I don't understand, um, yeah. You can ask, again, I always say it's taking a phrase and turning it into something else.
0: So I, I, I would typically say, could I clarify?
1: Could I clarify? Okay. I'm not sure where you're coming yeah. from. Could you help me understand?
0: Okay. Versus I don't understand. I don't understand. Which is basically saying, I'm a moron. Yeah, that's what i saying.
1: Well, <laughs> it's maybe saying... You're the moron, as in the customer. You're telling the customer.
0: You're speaking a different. You don't
1: know. I don't understand. Gotcha. I just don't understand.
0: That's that. No, that's that's. So it's really kind of good. putting
1: it on them, where you may not be. You know what I'm saying? So it's no. It's, the the so problem. I'm, I don't. I don't understand.
0: The problem I'm having. I'm going to have with all these. It's, it doesn't apply at all to these media ones I had a moment because all. I, all these I'm applying into my head of my kids. Oh. Because how well, many yeah. times do I get a call and the kids will go blah 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 and I'll go. Hold on, I I don't yeah. understand what you're talking about. Yeah, the, so I'll have to th- I'll have to work that because <laughs> that's not helping.
1: Me. Well, the, the the next one that they have is which it says kind of similar. I'm not sure or I guess.
0: Ooh, I guess that's bad. That's real yeah. bad. Yeah, um, I, I guess just, so.
1: I get I, what I've always kind of said to anybody is if you say something with authority. Then they can't question it, whether you know it for fact or not. So you don't say, Well, I'm not really sure. Okay, well, you've already just, they have zero confidence in you now. It's why, why did you bother? You just, you just pretty much, or, Well, I guess that'll be okay. Okay, it's just, it's not, you're not, you know, you're not a 12 year old, you know, asking if you want pepperoni in your pizza, I guess. You can't do that. The next one is, There's nothing we can do. Oh, <laughs> um. Wow. There's nothing well, we can first do. First of all, that sounds like what the doctor yeah, says. Yeah, that's when you're gonna when d- you're about to pull the plug on yeah. someone. I'm sorry. There's nothing, nothing we, can we can do. do. <laughs> um, I'm fairly confident. <laughs> Would you like the There is something you can do. <gasps> the problem is, again, you never say that. You there has to be another way to say it. To say even if you have you have I'm I have no other options. I don't have anything else I can offer but to just say that's there's nothing we can do see
0: I always do the reverse of that I'm pretty sure when I had the car, car call the car warranty pope pope yeah it was probably a pope <laughs> The car warranty, the folks, car pope, the car pope, mm-hmm. and I. And of course, they said, "Well, it's a hundred thousand miles," and they didn't say there's nothing we can do. But I think I, am sh- sure I went back to them as, "Is there anything you, you can do? do? Yeah. Is there? Please give me some. Well, yeah, you could bring the car in and pay a million dollars and get the little light to go off. Yeah. But um,
1: which I'm sure it's not a million dollars, but still,
0: it's it's if it's beyond a hundred dollars, it's a million dollars to me.
1: So here's the next one, which I had the. <laughs> I don't know if you want to call it pleasure or displeasure of actually sitting in a not many years ago, sitting outside the call center area Uh and hear someone say this. Oh boy. And I knew it was only a matter, well, I just knew it was only going to be a matter of an hour or less before I got a phone call from somebody. Okay. Um, The person told the customer, calm down. Oh, talk about match meet gasoline. Oh. I mean, it was it was ma'am, you need to calm down.
0: You could really use all of these words in mine and in yours. And really, if you go back to last week's podcast when we talked about the um um, customer service and listening. Yeah. These really, we, we should just repackage these two shows into things you shouldn't do on dates. Yeah, yeah. Because calm down is not something... No. I think if you had said that on our first Tinder date, I would have probably said... See, I would have said, sorry, there's nothing we can do. do. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. Well, I just, it calmed, I mean... Just think about yourself in daily life when you are when you are legitimately having an emotion over a situation and you are feeling that and then someone who doesn't understand it or doesn't share the same feeling believes or thinks that by telling you to calm down is going to help.
0: Do you know my daughter?
1: I've met her a few times.
0: I mean, this is all she does to me. I'm trying to like, uh, Elaine, uh, can, what do you have to do for your college? thing, Dad, dad, calm down. Calm. I'm asking a question. Where do we send the chat? Dad, yeah. dad, you're not yeah. listening. I'm yeah. going to get to that in 20 minutes. Yeah. So I should call her up now and we should just go through these things with her.
1: <laughs> so calm down is just, it's just, it's, you might as well just yeah. hang up the phone after you've said that, because that's not going to end well for you or anyone else. No. And, so the,
0: did the person get fired? No,
1: Shh, no, it oh. just was a, but I did get, several, you did get the call from, the oh, person. I did get the phone call and then I had to bring the person in the office and then I was just like, and then I listened to the call and unfortunately, um, she probably did have every right to, to say, say it.
0: Down. So what would you say instead However, of calm down? Is there a, is there a, a work around on that?
1: For me and this is again I think there's a personal preference and I'm sure there's 50 other things and we can per- like talk about it. I'm usually I have learned that you I have to be silent. Okay. Because what someone is doing by acting in a manner mm-hmm. that would that would you know require or cause you to say Ma'am, Sir, you need to calm down. All you're doing is heightening the issue, do you? So silence is probably best.
0: Take me into the inner inner thing, and you may not be allowed to tell me what I'm going to ask you now. Go ahead. Is there ever a case that you would somebody's somebody is worked up and they're kind of losing it. You say, could you just hold on a second and put them on hold and just have a cigarette for a minute? And thinking that might call and you come back and then you can maybe restart restart the thing. Never. Okay.
1: And I and I say that only because putting someone on hold that is already that oh, heightened. Yeah. And and in our training, it's you need to get confirmation that it's okay to put them on hold. Yeah. And yeah. if you have someone who's already heightened and you say, Can I put you on hold for a second? Um, unless you're saying, Can I put you on hold for a second while I get my supervisor? then maybe Ooh. that would be okay. okay. Um, can I put you on hold for so a I moment can, to see what I can do? Yeah,
0: Just so saying, go, can
1: I put you on hold? Yeah,
0: no, I'll say, yeah. I'll say I got to put you on hold for a second to check on something. You don't really check on something, but you're just kind of yeah. cooling them off. But then again, they're probably not going to cool off, you're saying.
1: It, it just depends on, again, it the depends person. on how you say it. I have listened to many a phone call and a, and a lot of people, and again, because of... And I don't even want to say it's necessarily my years of training, per se, or my years of doing this. It does have something to do with the tone of my voice. That's Well, it's one of the really, reasons I married you. It's... It has, I've said it and I've had people tell me, I think you could tell me my dog died and I'd be okay with it.
0: Well, you would be a mess if you had to tell somebody.
1: Well, yeah, me. I'd be a hot mess. I, think, but what, I just, it goes back to the tone in which so you say I'm, it. I'm getting out the
0: idea. We have an idea card we okay. keep on the table and I'm going to put down on the idea card that I'm, while my daughter Elaine is back from college here over the break, I am going to, we're going to do a role play. Where you can help us communicate with each other,
1: I think that would be fun.
0: Because again, Elaine would be the one, and I would say,
1: "Calm down!" And, <laughs> no, yeah, you. I'm going to
0: frame you for <laughs> murder. murder. <laughs> so, anyway.
1: yeah, that's that's a bad one. Okay, um, so calm down. Yeah, so calm down. Um, that's impossible.
0: That's impossible. That's impossible. Yeah, because anything is possible. Anything is possible with money.
1: And, and this again goes back to another podcast. We have so few things depending on the customer service department you work in, the company you work in, um, some of you, God love you, you may have no tools in your arsenal. We have a couple and I always tell people wield them when necessary Mm. and never, there is nothing that's impossible. Now, when someone says to me, I need that order today, I need it in an hour and they're in Idaho and my closest warehouse is 16 hours away. I'm not gonna say that's impossible. You're, I'm gonna say I can't I'm, get it. I'm, I'm on gonna... un, I'm unable to accomplish that yeah. or I'm unable to fulfill that or In that time something. Frame. Sure, it's again, it's all a word game. That's yeah. what I've always told people it's all a word game. Um, this one is not bad as long as you finish it up. I'll get back to you. Okay. So sure. again, they say that's what you but again, here's what I've've got always to, you've preached. got to give
0: some kind of a time frame. Probably. It's
1: I'll get back to you. Don't ever tell them you will if you don't have any intention to. Uh. Because that is the kiss of death. If you tell someone you're going to follow right. up, you're going to call them back, and you don't, well, your reputation is crap. See, I'm just going to no, plain and, and simple. And I
0: say this all the time in my emails to clients because, I, you know, everything's time deadline related with my work. I guess everybody's is like that. So we'll you like today, we're working on scheduling something and I don't like leaving loose ends. Well blah blah blah. What dates what dates do you have available? I sent back. I have these dates available that we can shoot. I prefer this one. And would you please be able to lock that in for me within the next 48 hours? Because I can't leave that wide open. No. And then in two weeks they call, hey, you said, you had, yeah, I had that date available two weeks ago. It's gone now. Exactly. Because you didn't call me back or something. Exactly. Yeah.
1: The last and final one on this lovely list, I do believe we've gone through them, is the proverbial no. No! Can I get just on the a, airplane? Just, no! a, just a hard no. No. Um, there's just, again, I don't know. I've always told people, break out a thesaurus. Um, Google, you know, words that sound like words that can be used instead of. Um, there are 50 million ways to tell somebody no. So there's 50 ways to leave your lover. So what's, what's another so way to say, say no? Say, say, I'm unable. Okay. Um, but not I can't. Not, not I can't. It's impossible. No. Um, when they say, you know, again, you don't should never ask yes or no questions. Sure. Um, you know, because we'll have customers who come to me people who will send you know i've mentioned before wanting to do business with us and certain criteria that they don't meet i i would love to just fire back a not a chance in hell yeah can't um and we do all that and they're like what is the criteria that and it's like you know they want to know and it's like i'm not able to tell you and like can i just get a yes or no and and we never still say yes we're going to do this like unfortunately we are unable to
0: fulfill this at this time yeah So it's it's just because because if you say it's because you have a business in Minnesota, and then they'll say, "Okay, well, we also have a business in Arizona now." You and now he's he or she has just met your criteria for why you say now you got to do it all over again, right? Yeah.
1: So it's just it's just trying to say it's just like, you don't nobody likes to say no. I mean, there. Oh, I know
0: a few people who like (laughs) to say no.
1: I'm I'm not a fan. Ask well, ask anybody. I hardly ever like, say no, and I, I always feel I, guilty I, I for days after.
0: Two kids in the back seat. So would you like to get? Would you like to get a burger?
1: No. Well, that's them. Yeah, you don't haven't. ever tell me no. So I want
0: all my kids to listen to today's podcast. <laughs> they're never going no! to listen to. No, they're never. All right. Listen so run me it. through your. So li- I'll run list through these, as... and
1: I again, I thought that I the order I is not necessarily the same, but I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure or I guess Um, there's nothing we can do. Calm down. That's the worst one ever. Don't ever say those words to anybody. Um, uh, That's not possible or that's excuse me. That's impossible. My apologies. Um, I'll get back to you. And the ever-loving no.
0: No. Well, again, her email is angel at marketingmediacupcakes.com. If you've got some additional words you'd like to throw in there, uh, you can send her an email. You can send us an email via the website. It has a little box on the bottom. You can do a CAPTCHA thing and get frustrated like I do. Uh, (laughs) Or there is, if you use your desktop or an iPhone with Safari, you can actually record a message that we could use on the on the show. And we would love for you to get, uh, say that. We had a, a couple of folks uh, actually from uh, last week's podcast uh, sent us and said that they were, one friend said that she was sending it to her supervisor for the, uh, uh, just for better listening habits. And uh, and then another person uh, just sent me a message today saying uh, you guys just really do a nice job on your podcast. So we well, appreciate that because otherwise we don't know what's going this
1: on. This is true. And it just dawned on me, you should post your call center or terror oh that's a good idea simply because it talk about not listening yeah 100 It's still in that one of my one. favorite films and uh, it's just it's a it's a cute spoof that's a
0: little short film we did back oh my gosh was it before, was before. It
1: was before, before me, that. baby. So
0: it was like twenty thirteen or so. Yeah, but and call Center Terry. Call Center Terry. I'll, I'll <laughs> post. I'll post that. Actually, I think you should. I will post that on our social media. Some links and stuff, yes. and uh, you can watch it's that. So it's so funny. It's a, it's a good. It's a good film to do that. It's a good laugh. I am a big vanilla fan. Yes, I actually you are. Pre- I actually prefer vanilla over chocolate. Yes, he does. I, I have no problem with chocolate. I just, if you ask me, would you like vanilla ice cream or chocolate ice cream, I always like vanilla. I just, chocolate is very rich. Um, it makes me very thirsty. Yes. Um, even the cupcakes, I, I don't know. It's just how, he has, uh, how I am. So so what Angel's going to talk about in this segment, you're going to have to kind of... Uh, Help me out here because I am I, a barbecue guy. I am not a baker, but she has these great tips on how you can really juice up your desserts or maybe your, I don't know, you can do your coffee or something like that with yes. some of this stuff.
1: So I'm basically what I'm going to try to do is is demystify um vanilla. I went on a quest a few years ago to really understand um you know what I was purchasing and what was best to use when. So cuz
0: unlike chocolate that comes in many different forms, vanilla typically is a clear liquid thingy that it's not clear, it's brown. Okay, it's, oh, it's, br- see, I didn't even know that.
1: It's, most of the time, they'll put them in brown bottles, so you can't see. because ah, um, nobody
0: wants to buy a brown liquid.
1: No, not that. It's just cheaper. And it's somehow, <laughs> well, yeah. You want a brown liquid. It's just you want it in a 32-ounce wh- with I liquor. Want, I want it with whiskey, yes. Yeah, that's the kind of uh, liquor he or uh, the brown liquid he'd like. But no, I just want to I want to share, and I'm actually Googling this okay. so everyone we'll put, can. We'll put so, it in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, so there's a difference. So the word pure, when you see pure vanilla extract, signifies that the vanilla is made from only natural vanilla beans, water, and alcohol most imitation vanilla. So those are things that say vanilla, even vanilla flavor doesn't fall into this category. It's imitation vanilla extract. They are a weak solution of naturally derived from, I can't even say that word, something and wood pulp or an artificial derivative, meaning synthesized in a lab. So here's the thing, you've either got pure which is literally exactly what it is it's natural it's literally vanilla beans you can make your own vanilla and i can certainly i'll go into that in a second or it is literally chemical it is a chemical combination that gets you to that flavor
0: so the extract is the authentic no no pure they're, pure. Both, extra, they're so called both extracts both extracts one's pure, pure
1: and one's imitation
0: okay Pure and imitation, and and imitation doesn't mean it's bad. It's just a different flavor, kind of a different purpose.
1: Exactly. So what I tend to do, so anytime you see pure vanilla extract, you're going to also notice a price hike. Sometimes almost, you know, 100% if not more than an extract okay. uh, than an imitation
0: probably because it was imported it's got other exactly. things involved and yeah so
1: if you can make your own and there are tons and tons of sites to do this i personally didn't find it this is just me it's a great gift idea um, in the sense of being able to make your own vanilla extract it's literally vanilla beans and a certain percentage of alcohol, clear alcohol, typically you can use um, a bourbon, but most of the time they use vodka. Okay. Um, and you just take that um, a certain that per certain percentage and certain ounces of beans. And you kind of put them together and then you just let them sit. So it is a process. You have to let them sit for months and months and months. But that will get you a pure vanilla extract. So
0: give me an idea, Angel, what I would use a pure extract for. So the
1: times you want to use pure extract is when you're not heating... The product.
0: Oh, okay. You're w- not
1: heating your recipe. You're not heating something because
0: the alcohol g- g- comes out of it or something.
1: Well, what you want is that the f- what you're trying to achieve when you're eating something that hasn't been cooked. You want all of those ingredients to be as fresh. I and see. I guess I could use the word pure as possible because you're getting that there's there's nothing you know coming out of it. Whereas it's totally fine to use a imitation vanilla in your cakes your cupcakes your okay. brownies your baked goods because you're what you're only trying to get is that essence of vanilla within all these other flavor combinations so there's no okay. real need to waste that really expensive vanilla in a baked product
0: so is it an effective rule of thumb pure for non-cooked like a whipped cream yes or something like exactly. that exactly and then the the imitation. For baking. Yes.
1: So I guess the rule of thumb for me is is if you are not cooking the item, so if I'm making a vanilla pudding, and yes, I am cooking it, I still believe because that is the primary flavor you're trying to achieve mm-hmm. that you should use the pure vanilla extract because that's the flavor you want even though the vanilla may be thrown in at the end where it's heated and some of that alcohol may burn off you still that's what you're trying to do now if I'm adding vanilla to a batch of uh, chocolate chip cookies or to a brownie and I'm going to bake those th- I'm not going to I am not going to waste my expensive vanilla I'm going to use my I'm gonna use my imitation because all I'm looking for is the essence of vanilla in the background because there's other flavors that are coming forward.
0: So one more clarification, because when I hear the word pure, uh, I often think of it's like high octane or something like that. So is is one ounce of pure and one ounce imitation completely different, or do nope. you just use drops of the pure and nope. gallons of the imitation? They're the same exact thing. Okay.
1: There's the same exact thing. Where you get into, which is a very good thing, and some people would argue um, – some, a lot of cooks that I've watched um definitely on YouTube and on different uh, food channels they'll they prefer using an actual fresh the bean itself they'll uh-huh. use the beans within the little seeds that are in the vanilla bean and they think that that itself, is much even better because then there's nothing involved. You're getting the pure vanilla versus um, messing with alcohol and all that good stuff. So
0: so is vanilla like chocolate? Because I know chocolate, you can't do just the cocoa beans. They're bitter and they're not... No,
1: you can literally do just the vanilla bean. And the difference in chocolate, like you were mentioning, which could be a whole nother segment yeah. with different levels and whatnot, but with vanilla beans it has to do with the region that the bean is grown. Oh. That will get you the different flavors. So depending on if it's Madagascar vanilla versus an Indonesian vanilla versus a Mexican vanilla, um, it's where those beans, of course, then the flowers that are on the plant that get pollinated by the different areas. So you end up with a different flavor.
0: I feel like we're talking about whiskey barrels now. It's
1: literally... It's same very thing. very similar yeah, that's
0: something how everything in life is really about how you can adjust it and so forth so give, yeah so for those listening who are again not at the level you are with your baking and everything and they're like well you know what I will impress my boyfriend girlfriend this weekend by making something with a vanilla extractor give give me yeah. a quick a quick thing
1: here's my thing spend the money. You don't have to spend the ridiculous amounts of money I do, but have in your pantry a good bottle of pure vanilla extract and have a bottle, two or four, because I do, of the imitation, imitation mm-hmm. and only use that good pure vanilla extract if you're going to be making something for example which some people always freak out about but truly it's just time is making whipped cream mm. during this time you know during any time of year who doesn't want whipped cream whether it be on a piece of pie whether it be in your coffee in your coffee that's um, what I would exactly or think. a special Sunday breakfast and you want to put some on for the kids, It's literally cream, and you can look up a recipe. It's heavy whipping cream, a little bit of powdered sugar. I don't use granulated because it takes too long to dissolve. A little powdered sugar, and that pure vanilla. little drop or two? It's just... They follow the recipe because, okay. I, I mean, I can certainly find mean. a recipe. depends on the volume yeah. that okay. you're trying to make. Um, but you're going to notice the difference. You will 100% notice the difference wow. when you use a pure versus the imitation because you can just taste that metallic-y kind of, you know um, – for me, metallic-y, almost medicinal kind of back flavor from the imitation, which you don't find when you use it and you've baked it and you've cooked yeah, it. See. So that's the big difference. But I say always have a good bottle of pure and as many different bottles of your imitation as you'd like.
0: Excellent. It uh, That's great, and we'll have those items in the show notes. Angel is uh, a small business owner, has a, a home-based cupcake uh custom cupcake company i guess yes. a business here at home and uh it, business is busy always busy this time of year as we're in the holidays and speaking of holidays uh next week terry and Nate dismore are going to be joining us Yay! Uh, and we are going to discuss on next week's show what uh what we should do about goals uh 2020 of course was a dumpster fire <laughs> for many people but on the flip side and I say this, I, I think a lot of people have learned a lot of things. It's almost it's almost like we went through a mini-depression this year. And, you know, if you talk, my parents grew up in the depression, and, man, uh, they learned a lot through that. And because of that, they they had different best practices. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are not going to do... Things quite the same anymore. Correct. We're gonna we're looking forward to 2021. We're gonna get businesses up and cranking. Um, so, how do we set appropriate goals? How do we do the best thing for our businesses um, to get back up to where we were, but at the same time, n- not do everything the same because we don't know what's up next. Because. Yep. Things are weird. So we're going to talk <laughs> about that with Terry and Nate because they're excellent at goals. They both own small businesses. They'll be joining us next week, and we would love to hear other uh, other ideas from you. We love our listeners, and uh, if you've got some suggestions, comments you want to think about for best practices to increase your uh, customer experience or the relationship with your customers, uh, shoot us a line. We have a website. It is marketingmediacupcakes.com, and we're also at that same handle on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We're starting to put the, some of these things Ooh. up on YouTube as well because uh, we're, all, we're, all, we're all in at this point, and we would love to hear more about what you like. Uh, so shoot us a line. You can also record us a question at, uh, on the website, and if there's anything else we can do to help you with your business, that is why we are here. So until next time, keep living the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.